All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Tide Hoops Unfiltered. We're coming at y'all live from Memphis, Tennessee, after an uh, rather unfortunate loss there. Boys, what are we thinking about that one? That was um that was a tough loss there. We're all sitting here in the hotel room together. We thought we might be here fired up. We're here sitting in our sorrows right now. That might have been the worst game I've seen all year. What do you think about that, Tony? Yeah, I mean, we just – I mean, it's after Gonzaga and Houston, and it's just – just looked sloppy overall and just looked like we didn't want it at all on the defensive end especially. Didn't get defensive rebounds. Then it looked like we wanted it defensively. They got, like, I swear, 15 lobs, just easy finishes at the basket, just all of that. And it's, yeah, it's so hard to win a game when you got that going on. So, streets are talking to – Tonight, tonight's game, yeah. I mean, we, that's the problem, though. We saw some good spurts in these last couple games, and then to come into tonight, I mean, we just traveled four hours. We thought we're going to come in here, play good basketball. We come out here, people are just beating us down the middle. It's insane. I mean, every single time they catch the ball, we close out, boom, beat right down the middle, lob, hammer dunk. Against Houston, Shaq was all up in people's grill. People couldn't even drive by him. He was playing the best defense I've ever seen him play. He looked like a top 10 defender in the country. But tonight he looks like, you know, just regular old three-point shooting chat. Yeah. Even, he couldn't even make the threes tonight either. Yeah, I don't know if it's a case of him being tired or if he just doesn't want it, if they think that, oh, Memphis wasn't good, good this year after their start, that they could just walk in and get a win, which is – surprising considering what Oates made before the game saying it's kind of a trap game for us and that we needed we were going to need to play hard and still play the type of basketball we play to win this game and we just didn't do it and yeah it was let's uh let's just run it back to the Houston game though we were there together hanging out watching the game we were, it was a nail biter to the very end that was a hard fought game we played one of the best games we played against a Final Four team from last year, potential Final Four team to this year. I mean, what did, what did you kind of think about that game, you know, just by itself, you know, exiting out this Houston, uh, Memphis game? Well, Houston, they're really hard-playing team. I mean, we saw how hard they played on defense. They've – that second half, they were – I mean, how many offensive rebounds they get? I think they get as many offensive rebounds as we got total rebounds in the second I, half. I think about 25 – offensive rebounds total throughout the game, which is absurd. Yeah, bottom line, that shows how hard they play and how how good they are, really. And they've – I mean, they were making shots, and we just – we played really hard. We have we stayed with it on defense, and, when, and we just – we made shots when we need to. Those last two shots Shaq made were huge, and that J.D. putback was huge. And, um, you know, talking about that, that's kind of funny. Right when me and you were sitting next to each other in that game, and right when they came out, I said, oh, wow, they're going to go some small ball on us. They're going to try and play fast. Because looking at the lineup, they didn't look big. You know, they didn't have a seven-footer out there like we did with Angry Chuck. And they come out there and they big boy us. They got 25 offensive rebounds, something like that, and just dominated us on the glass, completely different than what I thought the game was going to go. So that was just pretty crazy, but pretty, uh, pretty wild to see us come out on top there with the – crazy goal attend call at the end or you know non-call what'd you what'd you kind of think about that in real time 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hard call to make, and in real time, I mean, I couldn't even tell. I didn't even know. I mean, when I saw the Houston bench going crazy, I was just kind of like, please don't review it, and then they didn't. That's and exactly refs, what I thought. Yeah, the refs walked off, and that reaction happened, and it kind of led to that Oates meme that's just legendary. The, the classic. What, what, what are we going to call that? Are we going to meme it right now? You know, the, the, the Oats non-shake? I don't even have a good word for it. It's yeah, I don't know. It will, it will come by itself, I assume. But, yeah, we were sitting there and, you know, watching them, you know, throw the trash cans over the assistant coach. But then that, uh, that point guard or whatever came over and picked all the trash ups. That was, that was pretty good to see there. And, you know, it was, an intense, it was an intense game, but it's all class at the end by, you know, some of their players. But then tonight we just come out and look, you know, like a completely different team. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's Memphis, of course, they've been horrible this year and they've needed a win and needed to have this win. If they lost this game, they'd be well, they were they were it bad was a desperate then, win. But it was a yeah, desperate win. It was a desperate win. But which is tough for us. We always play bad in those, you know. The other teams coming out here, we know they're going to bring their firepower, and we come out lackadaisical. I mean, it was it was absurd. I don't. I mean, I don't even know what else to say about that. At this point, you know, should we bring on T Mac for T Mac minute? Let him give a little take because I know he's got a lot to say tonight. Yeah, let's let let's let T Mac give his give his opinion on the game tonight. T Mac's with us here. T Mac. Well, tonight it was a hell of a night. You know, we made the trip up to Memphis. Ready to see the team play hard, and it they did not play hard. It was as simple as that. You know, you watched Shuckford and Quinterly played great defense against Houston. I mean, they were playing hard as shit. And then tonight, it was just we weren't ready to play. We're not ready to play. Not ready to play. Um, yeah, I mean, simple as that. We didn't play hard. So, you don't play hard against a talented team, you're going to lose. You know, what a lot of people are saying and what we were talking about on the way back from the hotel is, you know, they were a talented team, but people at the beginning of the season were talking about Amoni Bates, Amani Bates. You know, he didn't get in, you know, in the second half, I don't think, one minute. That's pretty crazy that he come out there. Nah, yeah, Amoni yeah, Bates is just – he, he sucks. He sucks right now. Yeah. Duran's Duran's good. I think he's a good player because he yeah. he got like ten lobs this game. But Bates. yeah, it was man disappointing. But well, going by that Houston game though, it was the Houston game was awesome, awesome. It was all. I mean, Shackford did such a great job on on the on Sasser the second half. Man, we played so damn hard. And uh, that was a clear non-goaltend in the second half. The NSA officials have said sh- said so. Uh, clear non-goaltend and a great win for Alabama, but it was it was definitely disappointing to see us come up and just not really not ready to play against Memphis. Hopefully, it'll be a a wake up call. But uh, we didn't need a wake up call, like we were saying. Yeah, it, it just thing. it's it's just still so disappointing, but um. You know, we we went two and one and two and one in those three games, and you know, lost lost the game we should have won. I mean, Memphis is not good. I think we're gonna have. They're to, not uh, good. 
We're gonna have to call you out on this VMAC, though. You did talk yeah, about this. I, um, I did. I did talk talk shit about Penny Hardaway, but but look, after I talked shit about them, they lost four straight games to Georgia, who was picked to finish last in the SEC. Ole Miss. And Murray stayed at home. So, it's the way it goes, though. That, yeah, we, we knew they'd be fired up to play tonight. They were hitting some some crazy shots. But it, it was more Alabama just not playing hard than it was Memphis playing really well. What, do you, what else do you have to take from that? I mean, we definitely did not play as hard as we need to, but at the same time, it, I mean, we were we were not hitting shots. We looked kind of stagnant on offense. Looks like we couldn't get anything going. I mean, the guy sitting behind us was talking shit all game long about J.D. Davidson's draft stock. I mean, he couldn't get to the rim. What, what, what was wrong with our offense there? We almost looked like how Penny Hardaway said about their old Memphis team. We looked like an AAU team at some time. Yeah, it was – J.D. played hard. I mean, it was – I mean, we played like we it was the first game of the year, turning the ball over, making stupid passes. Oh man, it was rough. Shackleford dropped. I mean, God. Shackleford made some dumb plays. Cornerly made some dumb plays. And they're they're both two of the best players in the SEC. They just we just weren't ready to play tonight. And uh, you know, I I love Noah Gurley. I I still think he'll be fine, but man, you can't airball a three when you're when no one's within fifteen feet of you. Did he yeah. airball three? I think he was yes. over four, over five tonight. I remember yeah. Keon hit the side of the backboard, and I was like, uh, "Keon needs to shoot the ball when he's open. He's been way too passive." And in the second half, when we got down, he started shooting the ball, and he what hit two or three threes. What did he end up yeah. with tonight? Nineteen points, something like that. I mean, yeah. First half, we, we we were about to hop off the Keon Ellis hype train, and then we started giving him the rock and starts feeling confident with it and starts banging home threes. I think that's buckets. maybe I the mean, one pause we can take from this game that Keon might have found his stroke again. But you wonder if it's a case of we just been playing a ton of good teams and we're just a little tired. But you wouldn't bro. think, oh, to coach a team to not show up for a game. Like yeah, this. especially in an NBA arena. I mean, that's what we're bringing in. The rat ball. poison got to us tonight, I believe. It was not yummy tonight. It was not. The rat bad. poison got to us. They we got really well. we got a little complacent. and They're a talented team, and, I mean, they were making all their shots, but we also just gave it to them pretty much. Like we said, though, they were desperate. They were desperate. They so, were. But let's talk about the Houston game for a second. The Houston game was awesome. I mean, awesome. I mean, we played it. We played one of the best games. It was a nail biter. Here's the thing that me and Bert were talking about on the way home from that game with Anthony Grant, with Avery Johnson, and those close games, we lost. Oh, every we single one. Every now, game. Now, with Oates, it's starting to be a trend. We're winning these games. Yeah. We're, we're coming out on top. We're fighting for those loose balls. We're making the right plays with 30 seconds left in the game. And it's it, it's starting to be, you know, a trend there. You know, you think about last – I mean, even last year we had a, you know, close game at South Carolina, at Mississippi State, Kentucky at home. Um, Vanderbilt at home was even a close game. But 
you know, we've started to win those close games, and we've been tough. We've Whenever the other team throws a punch, we throw a punch back. Tonight, we got punched in the face, and we fell down the ground. And yeah. it was it was it was uh, hopefully a wake up call because it was it was pretty and pretty much an embarrassing effort tonight. But that was kind of the theme of the night. We were kind of talking about that, you know, just being embarrassed all night. But you know, we'll probably bounce back. We got Colorado State here. We got Jacksonville State coming up. We got a couple good games coming up where we can bounce back here. Hope to see everybody in Birmingham at the game. Um, what day is that on the twenty first? Yeah, a week from today. Week yeah. from today, 21st. Hope to see everybody there. Buy your tickets now. Um, you know, at that point, we're probably going to uh, go ahead and do our interview of the week that everybody's been waiting for, uh, Enos Watley. We got it coming up right now. And we'll go ahead and do our plugs for the week as well. Uh, we got Pro U. Um, if you haven't downloaded the app, you're missing out. It's been a great NFL season. We've been able to keep up with our teams and our players all year long. We're going into the playoffs here. Download the app. You're going to be able to see what's happening. You're going to be able to see when Eddie Jackson is getting a pick six. Hopefully, if they make the playoffs here, I don't even know. Um, we got some good teams in it. Let's go Pro U. Yeah, Pro U is awesome. I mean, you you sit there on Sunday, and there's no way to watch every single Alabama player play a game. So, you know, it's it's awesome getting the notifications of every single Alabama player on your uh on your phone. You know, you see you're probably watching uh, the the big Sunday afternoon game and then may not be watching the other game with some Alabama players. You get a touchdown notification for Vontae Smith, Najee Harris. I mean, it's a hell of an app and you also download it. Yeah, they're coming out with more stuff in the future with NBA and with a bunch of other sports. So it's definitely an app, an app to download now. Pro you download it. Get it down. Next up, the interview with uh, Enos Watley. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Todd Hoops Unfiltered. Today we have on an Alabama Hoops legend, a professional legend as well. Enos Watley, hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, you can say hey to all the uh, viewers we got here. Roll Tide Roll, it's my pleasure. Hey, did you, uh, did you catch that game last night, Enos? I did, I did. You know, I'm a true fan. You know, it's good to see uh, the Alabama uh, enthusiasm and just uh, it's good to see uh, the basketball back again, you know? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a real good game. We all were actually there. And Coleman was pretty electric last night, so that was good to see against a top-tier team. So, you know, how are you doing nowadays? What are you, what are you up to? I'm, I'm doing good. Um, you know, just being retired and everything, enjoying life. I've um, been up in the Maryland area for 32 years uh, since I played with the Washington uh, Bullets back then. I know you guys are real young, but uh, I retired uh, from the Washington Bullets back then and been living up in Maryland up for 32 years. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, not a team nowadays. That's before our time, but uh, I bet you were a real legend back then. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was, it was way before, before, you, before your time and everything, but uh, <laughs> became a grandfather and everything, just enjoying life and, 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 and enjoying retirement. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, that's good to hear. Um, now, getting into the next question, not a lot of younger people know this, but you know, high school basketball back in the day in Birmingham was elite in the early 80s, late 70s. You know, you had guys like 
yourself, Eric Richardson, Gerald Crosby, Terry Connor, Buck Johnson, Charles Barkley. So can you just touch on, you know, the quality of basketball in Birmingham back in the day? Uh, yes. Um, many consider, uh, you know, the Mecca of the South. You know, um, I would say um, if you ever wanted to go find a uh, great talent, you know, Birmingham, Alabama was probably uh, a hotbed, probably one of the uh, top 10 places, you know, you, you could go in the country, even though we were down south. Uh, it was like a pipeline, uh, a great place great player, you know, uh, really came through at the time, especially in the early 80s. It was just a, a great time to to look at basketball and, and to play basketball. Yeah, definitely a lot of legends from Birmingham and, you know, still got great players coming out of there today. Um, so pretty cool to watch that as well, you know, being from Birmingham, being a native, um, having that good uh, hoops culture around. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you could get – uh, the old uh, saying on the street is that if you can get a player from Birmingham, uh, then, you know, you was uh, recruiting well and, uh, you know, your program was going to go in the right way. That uh, Birmingham was the key uh, to starting your program off uh, well back then. Damn, that, that's, pretty, that's pretty awesome to hear. I won't, uh, won't lie there. I know Burton's got a uh, you know, good question coming up, so uh, we'll go on to the next one there. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's good to hear. Three of the four of us are from Birmingham, so that's cool to hear how basketball was that big in Birmingham back in the day. So, I'm looking. I'm loving every moment of that. You're saying you're from Birmingham. You know, I always, uh, when I travel around the world, they say, where you from? I say, um, I'm from Alabama, but Birmingham in particular, you know, so that's, that's good to hear, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, uh, where you were, you were at Alabama, legendary coach Whip Sanderson, Whip Sanderson took over, and he, um, y'all went to a Sweet 16 in your time at Bama. So can you talk about Wimp as a coach and your, uh, just your kind of overall experience at Bama? Yeah, uh, uh, the year that um, I was actually being recruited, CM Newton was the coach before, but CM Newton ended up uh, moving on and, and went became the head coach. Uh, one of the, um, I guess, uh, greatest thing could have happened to me because uh, uh, Wimp, uh, Coach Sanderson was, you know, was a great uh, coach to play for. You know, he he's hilarious, but uh, you know, I, I I would say this right here, Wimp Wimp, Wimp is one of a kind, and everything. But I'm uh, just, you know. <laughs> I'm happy to uh, be able to play for him and, and just, you know, uh, be uh, listed in history, you know, and, and for the things that we've we, we done and everything. But Coach Sanderson definitely was a delight, uh, good friend, uh, and, and just he, he's, he's a good coach, uh, I have to say that. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you played on some great teams at Alabama and then, you know, obviously played on some incredible teams in the NBA as well. You know, can you kind of touch on that and, you know, kind of give a, you know, a little bit of insight for – you know, one of the, you know, many Alabama players to go into the league. What were, you know, some of your favorite memories there? And, you know, do you have any good stories that you want to tell the viewers? Oh, my God. It was like, oh, my, I got so many stories. So any story you want to just go ahead. It's okay. You know, I, I have a, a ton of stories. Like I said, I ended up, uh, you know, getting 10 years in the NBA, you know, uh, after I left out as a sophomore uh, from from out everything. And, uh Oh my God, uh, like I said, it was a pipeline. Uh, we mentioned the pipeline out of Birmingham, but also now, uh, you know, and back then it was, it was like a pipeline um, in the NBA, you know, with, you know, myself, uh, Buck Johnson, oh, Robert Ory, Sprewell, oh my God, uh, Mo Williams. You, you just, it's, it's like the, the mecca of basketball, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Love to, you know, it's kind of coming around a little bit right now. We, Turning into a little bit of point guard, you it's looking like. 
But you know, uh, I, I I love uh, you know like what Colo uh, Oates is doing there. You know, he he's a different guy. I already kind of sensed that when I met him. But I just like the culture, and I just like you know the atmosphere. I like the attitude. You know, I, I think that you know he's he's setting the right goal. They definitely headed the right way, and I, you can just feel it in the atmosphere. You know, I I'm a true Alabama fan. You know, and one thing about Alabama, you know, uh, we love winning, and if you win, they support you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the number one thing in Alabama, and I think uh, yeah. I think Nate Oates came in and had a good time. He's got you know Nick Saban there with him, so he's got a good uh, good example to watch there. Um, but yeah, really awesome. You know, over the years to kind of go to those games and just you know we were kind of talking about it after the game last night. Now it looks like, uh, you know, when we're in those close games, we, we're really winning them. We used to, you know, a couple of years ago, every time we get, in a, you know, a dog fight, we would, you know, just come up a little short. It looks like Oates has kind of, you know, got the good mentality in there where we can really, you know, o overcome all that adversity there. Yeah, you can see it. You can feel it. You can see it. And um, just to confident, uh, you know, not that the former teams didn't have great uh, good players, you know, but uh, i tell you one thing, you know, by the crowd and just – by the hard work, you can you can see the hard work that they have put uh, put in. Yeah. And you you, you, just, you just can feel it, man. Uh, if if you're from Alabama, you know it. You know what I'm saying? Is this exactly. going? But, you know, yes. <laughs> so Enos, the other day I was watching. My dad has an old uh, DVD of it was Alabama UCLA um, about the day after Paul Bryant died. Um, you know, it's crazy to see how much the game of basketball has changed from then. Uh, to win Alabama beat UCLA. They were the number one in the country then, weren't they? Uh, yes. Uh, one of the you know greatest uh, uh, memories that 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 uh, been marked in my life, you know, is, is going out uh, beating UCLA on uh, national TV. One of them, uh, but uh, definitely um, they was ranked number one at the time. Uh, right before we went out, uh, Coach Paul Bell Bryant had just passed away. It, Never forget, uh, like I told you, I got a many stories, but uh, me and Eric Richardson was was coming down uh, Memorial uh, Coliseum, and we uh, we had seen uh, Coach Bryant right before, you know, and he, I've been never forget him. Uh, if anybody know Coach Bryant, he had this little slow little walk about him, like, uh, you boys make sure you go out there and represent and everything, okay. and I. Just hearing him telling us that, and it, was, it was just a, a great time. But one of the greatest highlights and pleasure in my life is is going out on national TV, uh, you know, with that, uh, Buck Johnson and, and Bobby Lee Hurt, a lot of good Alabama players beating UCLA on national TV. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's sir. pretty that's, awesome. That's awesome. So, like, it's – we kind of wanted to hear from a, uh, the perspective of a former player, you know, how much has basketball changed from, you know, even in the last century to where it is today, you know, with all the spacing, three-point shooting? Yeah, it's just a different game. Uh, it's a different game. Uh, like, like I said uh, – if I'm not mistaken, the three-point line came in after I left out, but we didn't have a three-point line. So, you know, just how the game was played was a lot different everything with the rule change and just, you know, the, the, the new way of playing basketball. But, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a different time and everything, but uh, it, it, it have changed a lot. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a good thing, you know, with, with different eras, it, it brings different things. But, you know, back when we, when we played, it was more, you know, grinding and hard, tough, uh, defense, where the rules allowed you uh, to play like that, but now it's more open court. A lot, a lot of three point shots going up. Uh, you know, I, I still today play basketball, but I still today don't even know how to shoot a three point shot because you know, 
I, I was about to say, you know, what, what do you think one of your old coaches would have said if they would have, you know, seen you shoot one of these threes at Steph Curry or Damian Lillard? Shoot? Hey, let, let, let me say this. If, if you shoot it, you definitely about to make it. Let me say that. Yeah. <laughs> go maybe on the bench real quick there. That, that oh, one doesn't go in. <laughs> I could see Will Faze now in that little plaid jacket. You know, he you know, he, he probably would have uh, would have been too happy with, with the, he probably. It was crazy shooting that uh, a shot like that, a three-point shot. <laughs> Especially the uh, Alabama team play now. You know, it's I, I, that's 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 a uh, fun thing to see just how how, how the environment have changed in, in with Coach Oates and his strategy and everything he have uh, you know employed is is seeing them shoot the threes. You know, I, I can tell right in. I said, oh yeah, Alabama have changed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how – I mean, last night especially, you know, you saw Shackelford hit those two big ones back-to-back just coming off the screen, shooting them right away, and, you know, always brings the momentum back to us a little bit, which I love to see. But, yeah, you know, kind of getting into a little bit of that. Um, or, yeah, uh, lastly, getting into that, getting into um, Oates coming in and really changing the system, more of an NBA-type system with all these threes and all these layups, kind of trying to um, – eliminate the mid-range game and it seems to be working bringing in these recruits and we've obviously the success of last year and how this year's setting up what do you think about um Oates overall and just kind of this new system and kind of the potential of this uh of Alabama now well I, I love it you know I met like I said I met him you know when I went down and got an opportunity to speak to the team but I don't think he's normal you know he's, he's kind of got like this 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 kind of different way about him, but I, I think it's a great thing. Uh, I, I think the, the system that he's at, he's employed, I, I think it's it's, it's perfect. You know, uh, if you follow Kentucky and just follow, you know, a lot of the uh, uh, ball teams that got up and down the court, yeah. you know, it was about them that 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 changed them, their identity and everything. And I, and I think we you know when you look at TV and you look at college basketball, you can tell, man. Uh, even even the recruits that's coming in for next year. I think a lot of the young kids want to play like that. And, and that's just the way it is. So I think that he got the program headed the right way and, and, and that he just bring a confidence. You know, you can just see it, a swagger. You know, uh, I, don't, I don't mind about saying I'm, I'm a little biased, but I love seeing that swagger a little bit that Cote has. <laughs> hey, I love it too. That, that, that uh, picture last night of him holding out his hand, just waiting out for the, you know, the handshake there as the Houston coaches are going crazy. That was, that had me laughing. Yeah, he, he, he's different. You know, like I said, I won't call him. He'll look he'll like all of Alabama coaches had had swagger. Will Sutton with a plaid jacket on, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. they, they all got their identity, but I, I think he's bringing his identity. And one thing I never forget uh, being in an interview with him, and uh, I you know I was just talking about, you know, uh, trying to be nice and political. He said, man, we trying to win it all. I said, oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's well, what we're up here. Well, yeah. this, my, uh, my dad's been bugging me to, uh, if you don't mind telling the story about when you originally committed to UAB, kind of what <laughs> happened after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's a story that that kind of like been, I, I've been marked by that story. Uh, I'm, I'm from Birmingham. Um, I, I don't mind. I'm very transparent about it. Uh, uh, back in 80, 81, I came out of high school in 81, so uh, you know, I was like really a friend with all the guys up there just kind of playing at, you know, uh, UAB uh, gym and, and everything. And I uh, I, I kind of was, you know, night, I was 18 years old and, and I, you know, like just unsure of what I really wanted to do. Yeah. And 
a part of me wanted to stay in Birmingham to, you know, to, to play because of, you know, the type of atmosphere and the crowd, you know, we had generated and everything. And, and um, I actually uh, had committed to, to UAB uh, early and everything. And, um, you know, when you, when, when, when uh, I guess the dudes hit the, hit, hit the fan and everything, uh, you know, um, a, a lot of people not pleased with that, but when I, when I thought about it, and, and considered, I, I was glad I, uh, that I went to University of Alabama, and uh, I think I made the right decision. That, that's all I can say about that right now. But, but uh, right. You know, it, it, it was just, it was just, it was just. Uh, uh, I was real young at the time, and I was very torn. Uh, let, let me say this right here: uh, we had so many great players, and, and and so many people were jockeying for a position that 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 no one knew where anybody was going to go. Can you imagine that at, at one point, you know, not to change the conversation, but Having Charles Barkley, Bob Lee Hurt, uh, uh, myself, Gerald Crosby, uh, we're talking about uh, a top ten of of the nation's greatest uh, players. You know, just being yeah. from the Alabama, yeah. so it was, it was real tough at the time for me. You know, and I did commit. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I completely get that. I think uh, I think you end up making the right decision there, as your <laughs> career would entail. Um, but you know. Enos, it was great having you on today. I think the fans are going to love everything you had to say, kind of giving an insight of a former player and a former, uh, you know, Tide Hoops legend there. Um, so, you know, thank you for coming on and spending your night with us here. Um, you know, can't wait to see where this team goes, and hopefully, you know, we can have you on again. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate it, man. I'm glad you guys have me on, Thomas, and, uh, you know, all the guys, you know, that that, that are here tonight. Uh, I, I really appreciate it because I'm a true Alabama fan, and I just – I just love the way the program going. Anytime you guys uh, need me on, man, just give me a call because uh, we're believing for big things and, and we're looking forward to uh, the road, tie, road culture uh, going to do day two. And can I say this road, tie, road, baby? That's what we do. Roll hey, time. roll, tie, baby. You have a great night. You too, yeah, guys. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Hope you all enjoyed our interview with Enos Watley. Um, Todd Hoops legend. Tide Hoops legend. We're now gonna um Clay, you got any more comments on these uh these Houston and Memphis games? Any uh any last last key points you got here? Uh it's tough because you know, coming off of the Houston game, uh, you know, we looked great. I was very excited. And then coming all the way to Memphis, um, we just had T Mag's dog uh take a leak right on my pillow. So definitely not very happy after these games. Um, especially after this poor performance we just put off. So that's pretty much all I have to say. You know, hopefully we can come back stronger. Won't be sleeping, uh, you know, in dog pee next time we're together here. Uh, what, what, what do you have to think about that? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much summed it up. I hope we go into these uh, this Jacksonville State game and then this what will be a good Colorado State team that we played for our last non-conference game. You bought tickets yet? Yeah, I bought tickets. All right, I need to buy mine. I'm, I'm getting ready for that. Everybody, if you haven't bought your tickets, buy them to Colorado State this weekend. Use the code uh, Todd Hoops Unfiltered. Hashtag 20% when you purchase your ticket for 20% off. I think Brenner was pissed off about this performance tonight. <laughs> Brenner is the dog that took a leak. Yeah, so, she she was not unhappy. She was unhappy with our performance of the game. And if we so had she peed everywhere, if, if we had a YouTube channel as well, we would show you Christopher Helms how angry he is right now, just just taked off, throwing stuff, breaking glasses over here. It's been a rough night here in Memphis.
very rough night in Memphis. Well, I guess those are our final thoughts. So we want to, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Hopefully we'll have a successful week and we'll be going into SEC play 10 and two. Yeah. Let's hope for it. Roll Tide, everybody. And thanks for listening. Tide Hoops, unfiltered. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye.